This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I know there's a lot of people going through a really tough time right now, so I just wanted to say that... If you are my ex-boyfriend and you want to tell me how exactly you fucked up our relationship, I will Venmo you $20. I like it. Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and that goddamn volleyball covered in my blood won't text me back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and why are my Instagram stories showing up on my Facebook? I am a huge aunt, and everything I do on this internet is so embarrassing. (laughs) This is lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Welcome to the show, everybody. I was thinking about that status earlier today, Tess. Oh, my God. Is yeah. there? Well, it's like Facebook knows that like we don't want to be on it, we don't want to be anywhere near it, so it's like pulling in all of our stuff. Like all of my Facebook, uh, uh, what call it? Like um, notifications are just like messages from Instagram now, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I've saw those already. So Get have out you of guys here. investigated this? Are are we fucked? Have they merged or what's no, going on? No, you can you can They're turn it off. On, you can turn off the settings on Instagram. You just have to go in there and do it. But okay. that's what I thought. Okay, cool. I just awesome. I have not looked into it. I've just been frustrated by it. <laughs> yeah yeah just, it's just nice to have just something kind of a throw the phone away and go somewhere else exactly yeah i exactly. still i still haven't updated my contacts on my computer i think i'm going on like seven months without without having my iMessage signed in <laughs> so you just get so texts from random numbers i don't understand how it doesn't yeah like i get texts from <laughs> random numbers i can't text people from my computer <laughs> I don't. I I only text from my computer. I, I'm never texting on my phone. But it's helped me. I think the upshot is it's helped me memorize people's numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only have like four me- numbers actually memorized. Do you know? Do you know my number? Um, no. You can probably mm. recognize in yeah. context from can, what the conversation was. Yeah, I can was. recognize it. Like I know when you're texting me. I know it starts with four one zero, so I know that's you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maryland, Maryland represent. <laughs> so if, great. If you ever need to contact Brandon Emergency, just you got four one zero down, and then we'll just take it from there. We can bleep that out if we need to. Yeah, we'll figure it. out. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everyone can know. I've still got my Maryland number. I'll never get rid of it. <laughs> um, let's bring on our guest and uh, uh, get this party started. Um, she is amazing. Uh, she's one of my Vagabondi Roadshow sisters. Um, she's got a great band called Beebs and Her Moneymakers, and she makes her own music, too. Makes her own amazing clothes. She's an awesome artist and an awesome person. Beebs! Hi! Welcome! Hey, lady. <laughs> she put on an ascot just for us for podcasting. So I know. I feel very... <laughs> Your outfit is y'all making me so happy y'all right now. Some, I'm, like, living y'all for Y'all are it. some badass ladies. I, I felt like, you know, like... 
Plus, like, wearing shit around your neck, like the bandana and stuff, it's just like, I feel like I'm at a festival or like, you know, it's awesome. Like, it's it just feels good, you know? Totally. Someone have, choking I... me feels secure somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they, it loves me. It loves me. I'm there. like, oh, self-love. <laughs> Did you, I had, I had probably 15 bandanas ready to go for this. Cause I feel like my like punk days of like weirdly, uh, prepped me for this i just like still had all of them ready to go yeah my jam band playing jam band festival days they're always in dusty like places or warped tour you gotta wear a fucking bandana you know Mm -hmm. so that's amazing uh, this really makes me i love it i got to go to the bank wearing a bandana like walk in a bank (laughs) with my heart sunglasses on pretty much my whole face is covered and like had to conduct business like that and i was like if this isn't the new world Fuck yeah, dude. Like, you know, this is awesome. Absolutely. I did not have a lot of bandanas ready. I've never really known how to shape it on my head the right way. I always look silly in a bandana. Like, it's bandanas Mm. and scarves, actually. Like, I'm not good at, like, nailing, like, the the nuances of how to do them. Well, you've never, never, you're a Cali girl. Yeah, like, scarves were only ever an accessory, right? Exactly. We like a mini skirt with a scarf and some Uggs. <laughs> a mock turtleneck is like the most neck coverage. <laughs> if you yeah. must. If only Uggs could keep away the COVID, I think Tess would have it. <laughs> Although I stopped buying Uggs like four years ago because of animal cruelty. So I the only Uggs I'm ever going to get are either now going to have to be secondhand or I have my sequined ones. Those are going to be the last Uggs I buy. Right. Because they, they, do they, sh- what a, is it like skin or is yeah. it? Shearing. Okay, like, okay. I, I wasn't I sure. I thought it was shearing, but then I watched this really disturbing YouTube video and fuck Uggs. Yeah. Oh. All right. I know. Well, no. I know. But I still, I, you know, I still like the fake ones. I still like yeah, the Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty about now is you can get a knockoff anything. So exactly. it doesn't really matter. You can get the fake. You don't have to get the real version of any and, of that shit. <laughs> like the more ethical ones are cheaper. So it works out. It's a win-win. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah of course good. they are. <laughs> Uh, I think that, but yeah, having a costume closet has come in, in handy because I had bandanas in there and mm. just various things to entertain myself, you know, in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, ma- like masks that are terrifying, but, you know, now I'm not wearing them out and about, but just to like scare the people I live with. So <laughs> Same. It's so fun. I'm like, yeah, Halloween all day, every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Totally. You, you were just doing, were you doing music? Like you just said you were going live, Beebs. What were you doing? Oh, I just randomly, well, I had another <clears throat> live situation with one of my other friends and another band, this guy, Cooley Ranks. Um, he has a band called The Pilfers. They're badass out of Brooklyn. But then randomly after that, I went live just like, I was in an Erica Badu mood. So I just like randomly went live, just was playing <laughs> Erica Badu tracks. And then that took me down a soul hole. Started playing some soul tracks and like, uh, yeah, it just took me down a whole black hole and I smoked a joint the whole time and I just got super high and I was like, well, what were you doing? Why were you just smoking a joint the whole time? Like, you don't even smoke that much weed. That's weird. And now I'm super high and I'm like, so for a <laughs> I, as a joke, drank a bunch of eggnog the other night, and then that was a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, so. like, we're just socially experimenting right now, hardcore, <laughs> and it's like we're learning some lessons quickly, you know? Kind of tight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't always work out, you know? I, I didn't know. You can find eggnog in May? It was frozen. 
Okay. <laughs> I have a question. Why did you have frozen eggnog? Okay, yeah. so <laughs> I, walk us through all of this. I was craving I was craving it back in the appropriate time to drink it. December. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I bought some and I was like, this is expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I'm going to drink this whole bottle because it's like the most fucking fattening thing you could possibly put in your body. So I drank like half of it and I was like, I'm going to put it in the freezer. <laughs> and it worked. It's totally good. It's fine. It kept great. We just had to move it because we needed room in the freezer. Is it like I a like- remade mix that has the booze in it already or do you? Yeah, it has everything in it. Okay. I That's like that what I you, mean. Pre- you prepped eggnog. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at, and I'm not gonna. It's gone. Like I, it's in the fridge. I mean, that was that was the last hurrah. I like took it out that day and drank a little bit, and was like, okay, this is it. And I was like, again, like, oh, this will be funny. But these kind of experiments, when you're just at home, I think give you more time to reflect on being an idiot. Yeah, you're not going to a second location, so you didn't leave the idiocy somewhere else. It's just staying with you. You just do your own idiot, or you know, it's like later. Like it's like think. <laughs> Yeah, it's just natural consequence, you know. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, like, in reality, I just drank eggnog in a corner in my bedroom yeah. in, in May. No, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> For that, you're epic. You know, that's, that's, that's epic story. Like, I don't know, you know what, what it is. is yes. What did you do? To, oh, Grandma, what did you do during those times? Well, I drank eggnog in the middle of May. Got me and live my best yeah. life, you know. Like, Absolutely. I was thinking about like that's the only because I, you know, I don't. None of us have kids, and uh, obviously, seeing how hard it's been to have them is like making me grateful that I don't have to do it. But I today, I also was like, man, I'm not gonna have any grandkids to tell how fucked up this was. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we'll no be the OGs way. on the street corner, like, yo, kid, and. And they're not yeah. going to give a shit, though, because that's their natural. They're not going to care. They're going to be like, I mean, it's going to be post-apocalyptic by then. So if they exist, they, they're not going to give a shit. No, no, I think they will. I mean, I, I always liked like the weird, the weird olds in my neighborhood that I would like talk to growing up and stuff. And I feel like these kids, the teens of, a fu- of the future after this, they're going to have like holographic faces. They can like post like turn their face into like whatever like emoji your story makes them feel and stuff it's gonna get weird and trippy no but they're not gonna listen they're just gonna give you an emoji so they think you're they they're listening and then it's like they're doing whatever as long they're as playing... i as long as i think they're listening who gives a shit i don't actually care if i'm teaching I these just kids feel like anything we're just gonna have like you know what i mean it's gonna the yeah. landscape will be much even worse for them so they're gonna be like i don't give a shit about the time you had to stay inside yeah i don't know like if i think in the grand scheme of things this will be like something anyone ever asks about Mm. You think so? No, I don't think so. No. We'll oh, wow. No, I don't. I don't. I Wait, mean- what do you mean exactly? <laughs> you don't think it's a big deal or I don't understand? Oh, that's I- true. Like, honestly, I didn't even know. Like, they're like SARS and the bull. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't even know that those happened until See- this came up. And I'm like, oh. Wait, you didn't know SARS happened? No. <laughs> I knew it was a thing, but like I heard, the extent, I heard the word the extent of it. a couple times. I didn't know what was right. going on. Yeah, I True. mean, I don't think because like we we never really heard much about the flu of 1918 before this. Yeah. yeah, 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 but we didn't have like our direct like your grandparents didn't really experience that. So no, you know, but what they I mean. experienced like World War II and they never talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's every, it's every pretty big deal. It's every mo- every movie that every grandfather's ever cried to is a World War II movie. <laughs> it's the only way they can release an emotion. I mean, I can definitely see it's all so being so over it that we don't talk it's about so it true. at all. Dude, yeah, so I, I don't. <laughs> my dad, my dad is 82. I was adopted, and my parents adopted me when they were like, you know, in their midlife crisis, I guess. And (laughs) and so my dad's 82 and I called him when this shit was going down. I was like, dad, um, are you cool? Like, you know, how do you feel about this? He goes, I'm 82. I don't give a fuck what happens. I'm 82 years old. (laughs) Sick, dude. All right, cool. I mean, completely like think about everything he's seen and been through. It's like, all right. Yeah. I go, have you ever seen anything like this? He's like, nope. And I don't give a fuck. I'm 82. I just drink my beer every day. My my B12. That's what he calls it. (laughs) <laughs> my b12 yeah that's a great one it's really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, my I grandparents it. i called my grandparents yesterday and my grandma they canceled their internet a couple months ago because they weren't using it and my grandma <laughs> uh, there's there there's nothing else to do and she was like i'm so glad we don't have it and i was like do you guys do you guys have movies or anything and she was like no like and they're fine <laughs> what are they doing are they just like they, reading they walk a lot <laughs> okay yeah but how much does that take up? Like three hours? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I guess if you're used to fill it, obviously if you're used to filling your time some other way, but yeah, man, I think they should just get on there and start getting into Twitter fights and seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know Biebs, you get, you gave up sugar a couple days ago, right? How's that going? <sighs> oh God. Oh, Lord. I gave up processed sugar. Okay. Because I realized during this quarantine that I am addicted to sugar. Like, I'm addicted to candy. I'm a stress eater. And then my go-to is, like, Lucky Charms every fucking day of my life. Mm. And and then candy bars and shit. And it's not so much, like, oh, I'm worried about getting fat or anything. I really don't give a fuck. I'm in quarantine. I don't care. Like, it's just me, myself, and I. I'm not caring about that shit. Um, and I'm learning yeah. to love myself more, but I have fibromyalgia and I know that sugar triggers that oh. shit and it, it's like bad for you. and as soon as I eat it, I feel it in my joints. And here's the day I knew it was a problem. Like my knee started giving out and, um, I had this sharp pain and it was like, you know, getting to the point where I was not going to be able to walk. And I laid down on my bed until I felt better and then went to 7-Eleven to get a candy bar. <laughs> That's totally I was something like, I would do. Oh, bitch, you're addicted to sugar, girl. You need to get a hold of this. And yeah. um, so then, you know, Stacy and I challenged, Stacy D from Bad Cop and I challenged each other, like, on the, our little talks on Tuesdays uh, mm-hmm. to go without processed sugar. And... Two or three days into that, they set up a lemonade corn dog stand, like literally ten feet behind my house. Oh my god! And I'm just like every day looking at it, like fuck you, you know, like ugh. oh Awful. man, yeah. Those those like those lemonades are also like that's like just it's a just all sugar. That of it, it's just yeah. all sugar, and I just like yeah. want it so. And it's bad. delicious. It's so good. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way. If there is like if there's like a sugary cereal in my house, it lasts two days max. Like oh, yeah. there's no way that shit is getting past. Dude, I'll kill a whole box of Lucky Charms and then someone just told me they make a bag of just the marshmallows. Yes. Like a one pound bag. And I was like, I have to eat this. And I <laughs> and unfortunately I never haven't gotten it yet and I started this no sugar thing, so 
Dude, you know what would be so good is if you made ice cream with that marshmallow in it. Like homemade Ooh. vanilla ice cream with those. Sorry. No, we're not helping. We're not helping. We're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard though i mean it is like it's yeah. one of the most addictive substances and like well it totally salt fit, too like if, i'm yeah i'm mm-hmm. not there yet you know what i mean salt and sugar are pretty much like this one and the same but i'm also yeah. probably really addicted to salt and so yeah i'm just like i can't do all the things right now but i'm just realizing you know like there's other things i do that aren't healthy we talk about you know um alcohol and all these other addictions and drug addictions but like there's like shit like that in our own food you know what i mean oh, yeah. so 100 percent that we've yeah. been like kind of brainwashed not that it's not delicious it is fucking great dude i was raised on mcdonald's i love a big mac no but eat, they also like you know? they make yeah. it to be addictive too so yeah. it's yeah. definitely yeah it's like yeah. crack so <laughs> <It's a> straight <laughs> crack <laughs> yeah so i'm just you know at the same time, I also think, what if this realm is the only realm you get to taste food in? Like, fuck it. Right. You know? That's how I feel. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm trying to find a balance between the two of the things that are really affecting my body and how I'm feeling and how I'm not giving a fuck, which is, like, wh- whether mm-hmm. or not that's true, you know, like, I still have to take care of this meat suit, you know what I mean, while I'm here. <laughs> 100%. It's a very hard balance to strike, because I totally get it, too, because I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to deprive myself. Like, I'm living this life right now, and I want to enjoy this yeah. thing and let me enjoy it. But mm-hmm. once those all, although you do that every single day and you feel ne- negative aboutly and, you know, either mm-hmm. you feel like shit or whatever, and you're all like, god damn it, I can't just have it whenever I want. It sucks. Totally. <laughs> and I was wondering if it was, like, having an effect on my mental health, too, because... I'm going through mood swings mm-hmm. just because of cravings, and then if I don't get it, I'm, like, kind of in a shitty mood, you know? Like, oh, I'm too oh, high sure. to go to 7-Eleven to feed my hunger. <laughs> it's yeah. really actually simple. You just have to find the right balance of doing that and then doing a bunch of detoxes, drinking a bunch of water, recaffeinating, taking a bunch water. of vitamins. Yeah, you just have to constantly be putting bullshit in your body to counteract the other bullshit that you're putting in your body. Water and lemon and raw coconut and coconut juice is where our coconut water is where I'm at. Oh, there you go. Dude, why? That's nice. It sucks how expensive coconut water is, though. Like, the Well, I've just been buying a whole coconut and then getting the water out of it and the coconut meat. So it's like, also, those are expensive. That's expensive, though, right? Yeah, Yeah, dude. In Jamaica, it's like a dollar. I just walk to the shack and I get a fucking coconut and I get all the shit. Like, but, you know, I think it's also more motivation to, like, grow shit. Because maybe if I grow mm-hmm. a coconut palm, it's not going to be here for a while, but it will be here in the future. And, like, yeah. I started like, garden during feel- all this. The garden is going the fuck off. And it's been so good for yeah. my mental health. Really? Wait, tell you know? me about this. Because, yeah, we... We were like, we just, we have an area where we could grow stuff. And I'm like, all right, let's just fucking try it. So we just ordered some seeds and stuff. But I'm so, like, nervous because I feel like the birds and the squirrels are going to, like, eat the fuck out of it. Um, well, <clears throat> what I noticed the other day, we put a little fence, kind of, like, little chicken wire around, like, the outside of it. And if we have to put it over it, we will, too, you know, and figure that out. But um, it was cool. Like, we saw these little finches flying in and out of the tomato plants and all the crops and stuff and at first we're like oh shit is he fucking fucking our shit but he's eating all the bugs off all the plants oh yeah and so i'm like uh thank you little finches there's a couple of you know leaves with some bird shit on them but i'm not eating the leaves so it's fine i don't care you know yeah totally that's awesome so you got like tomatoes what else you got going on over there tomatoes kale um 
collard, collard greens, lettuce, carrots, radishes, strawberries, cantaloupe. That's dope. Wow. Yeah. Do you want, oh man, I wish, I wish I, I'll show it to you guys later because I don't think that's good for a podcast, but. Yeah. That's amazing though. <laughs> yeah, we're, and that's exciting. That's, that is something I'm like glad about. I'm trying to like figure out how to, yeah, grow my own stuff and not like be so dependent on. Yeah. And we made I it all with recycled on. wood that we found in the alley, just like looking around our house while everyone's social distancing, throwing shit out, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a good, okay. I discovered, I've lived in this house for over a decade. And we were, like, walking. There's a back area that I, like, never really go in. It's it's down these stairs, and there's, like, a carport and a back alleyway. And I just don't ever go down there because we use our front door. And we were walking around in the back, and we're like, oh, it's like a tangerine tree. We're kind of trying to get them off. And then we're like, where's this? There's an avocado here. Where's this avocado coming from? And then I fucking discovered there's a huge avocado tree in our backyard. But it's, like, on the neighbor's (laughs) side. And this is the neighbor who, like, the trash guy, like... He he just pours water into trash cans all day. I don't really know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Maybe but he's watering the avocado tree. I yeah. went, but there's trash all around the avocado tree. Oh, and like, oh, you got of, like a trash moat protecting. I have it? a trash moat. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck. I don't really know what to do because I really they're obviously not using them. They're just falling down. But I don't really want to go over the trash moat, and I I'm not sure what to do. Can you get a ladder? I could, it's just kind of, it's like on a roof thing. You can, you just kind of have to like deal with the trash Can you stuff. just like leave a note on your neighbor's doorstep saying you want the avocados, hook it up, please? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I guess I'll just talk to, I, I guess I'm just going to say like, hey, is it cool if I take some? Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine them. with it. It's crazy. Like yeah. someone, yeah. I had this dude from um, Hawaii staying here for a while. One of my friends, like a musician who was crashing, like while they were through town and he would skate through our whole neighborhood and like I'd wake up in the morning and the whole table would be full of all this fruit and I'm like where'd all this fruit come from he's like oh your neighbor's fucking trees or whatever and I'm like there's that many fruit trees in the neighborhood he's like yeah they're all in front of everyone's houses and the fruit's just like falling off and like they're they're everywhere and I'm like and he started pointing them out and now I see them because and I identify them even when they're not in bloom I'm like oh okay there's a you know fig tree there's a whatever and I'm like now we're like neighborhood fruit bandits. Yes. <laughs> or we were before this. Yeah. I feel like if it's, yeah, if it's just sitting there and not getting picked, like, go for it. But then but we start like, feeling bad, so we're like, we gotta grow some shit that other people can fruit bandit, you know, so. I mean, I feel like. That's the way to do close, it. If it's close enough for someone else to get it, it's like borderline communal. Yeah. Well, if you're just you letting it sit there tree. and do nothing, and I'm like. If you, I'm, you know, before this whole thing started, I was thinking in terms of sidewalk project, I was like, I, I see all this fruit in all these people's yards. I wonder if I can just knock on their door, let them know that, you know, we distribute food to local houses, communities, and we see that they got all this fruit that they're not picking. Can we have some? And, can, you know, can you, can you just tell our listeners like real quick about what sidewalk project is? Cause uh, you side- work with them a lot. It's like, a. It was started by Stacey D from Bad Cop and Soma and Emily from Punk Rock Paintbrushes. Uh, it's an organization that's just really created by artists and musicians. And we go down to different houses, communities that started in Skid Row and bring like music and art and whatever we can, you know, to the community and learn from the community and figure out what the community needs. And it's really beautiful. There's like no agenda of like, we're not pushing any agenda of anything. We're just going down yeah. there and kind of throwing a party with the community, letting them know we're there and we're bringing what we can oh, that's and cool. listening to what else they might need. And 
the sidewalk project mm-hmm. band's cool. It's just like kind of play whatever music and songs, and then let just let people sing, sing their sing their songs or their spoken word or you know just express themselves. And um, the communities do mural projects together, and it's just really beautiful. Um, no one's ever questioning, oh, what color are you or what are what gender are you or da da da. It's just the fringes of society helping and the fringes of society helping the fringes of society and everyone's just like it's so beautiful to be a part of and watch and has gave, given me so much perspective you know too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and sure. we use the word houseless and not homeless because homeless like has this bad stigma to it. it's not really their home is there wherever they're at they don't have a house you know what i mean they're not living in a, a, a structured house mm-hmm. you know so right. yeah it's pretty it's the raddest it's super cool so yeah have you done, you were saying you have collected fruit or you were talking about you should. That's what it? I was thinking about. I, That's what a I was cool thinking idea. about doing yeah. right before all this happened. I was like, yeah, let's go around and ask the neighbors if we can just harvest their fruit to just bring directly to, you know, the community. Yeah. And just thinking right now we're, yeah, we're growing a couple plants, you know. And, yeah, uh, for sure. And we'll just. It's cool. It's like, yeah. Just sharing. Yeah. It's nice. My neighborhood has a bunch of those, like trees that do that but then we also have like there's one guy over by the college that has he's always putting out books that I'm like nobody actually wants these books these are bad books (laughs) (laughs) these are like weird like nonfiction from like the 80s about like some like secretary of war for Ronald Reagan or some shit like nobody actually (laughs) wants that guy's biography Compost yeah, this. these mini mini libraries are not. I don't think are being used right now. I think. It, uh, oh no, not right now. Not I right, use no. I'm saying right during, now, Tess. During during normal times, <laughs> I use the fuck out of those. I cannot resist. Those. I think they're I awesome, but yeah, yeah, right now I'm definitely not, not right grabbing now. any any no. old books. No. Yeah, just no. think about what you're putting out there. Is that book real or is it trash? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, all right, you guys, we are going to go look at our own mini library of our consciousness. No. Sure. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Lady Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Beebs. Hey, Beebs. Hi. We got a Beebs and a Babs in the house. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> um, also, guys, in that first segment, you might have heard my, my neighbor doing yard work in the background. Sorry if you heard it. If you don't, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we were all we're saying, making it work. Oh, we yeah. should say, I think you talked about this last week, but Brandy started Picture This uh, back up on Zoom. It was, oh, super, yeah. it was super fun to watch, like, because it's a great, you know, medium for it to watch people animate mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, they were trying to get people to laugh because you need to be unmuted to laugh during the show. And there's mm-hmm. literally a helicopter flying over my house for an hour. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I thought there, there's, like, probably a chase or something happening. And the producer yeah. kept asking me if I wanted to be unmuted. And I'm like, I don't think you want <laughs> Like, yeah, it's gonna like we need that happening. Just in the a background. hovering helicopter. <laughs> and my boyfriend was like, "Why don't we close the screen door? We don't want like whoever is running or running around out there to just like show up in here." <laughs> Hell yeah, um, yeah. It, uh, picture this is back. It's every Saturday now um, at two p.m. PST. That way, anywhere and everywhere in the world can listen to it and or can Ooh. watch it. Um, if you go to any of my stuff, you'll see like where you can get tickets for it and stuff. It's a ticketed show because we want to be able to pay our artists, but we have, um, 
uh, awesome artists that work on like Bojack Horseman and like Midnight Gospel and like the creator of Hey Arnold's doing it soon. Oh, I and, just started um, watching Midnight yeah. Gospel. It's, it's so good. So, right? I need to Is watch it, it amazing? Well, yeah. yeah. I gotta watch it. It's, it's so totally good. trippy. It gave me some yeah. weird ass dreams last night though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it gave me some yeah, real that. weird dreams last night. <laughs> um, be ca- I just want to say, Brandy, be careful saying PDT because a man corrected me on my Instagram today where I wrote P I wrote my my dance party is like eight to ten PM PST. And he yeah. wrote he wrote ha- he wrote star, you know, like correction, yeah, PDT. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never even heard P- PD. I was like, what is I've this? I've never I heard PDT it before. It's like something. It, it's something like you say PDT in the summer and PST in the winter. I've never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Yo, Are you? We switched yes. timelines. We switched timelines. Oh. We switched timelines. <laughs> yeah. And so I wrote like, and I had looked it up, and I was like, I think they're both the same. Thanks. Yeah. And he and he goes, he goes incorrect. Stick to being funny. <gasps> oh, oh my god. Which like. Even if, first of all, why would you even have the energy in your life to make that comment in the first place? At this point. Second this of all, world. Jesus. even if you do, you're someone existing in the world. Surely you have scheduled a conference call with someone and you know that everyone uses PST. Like that's yes. what everyone uses. So to be a dick about it, like, to, I mean, even if it is technically wrong. To be that to big be of a dick. A, like to care enough to I was so angry. I was like, I woke up this morning and he'd written that and I was like, I'm gonna fucking uh. kill this motherfucking dad on Instagram going around and doing this shit. And also just stick to funny. Like, what are you talking about? I wasn't trying to like solve a math problem or like do no. talk about politics, you fucking asshole. Like what is He was telling you? you to stick to funny literally while you were promoting a comedy show. <laughs> I know. I was so angry. Dude, someone corrected like, me as well, and so I'm like, what? I had never heard of that either. And I said, okay, so now I know I'll fuck it up. So I just put PT and ET, which fucks me up because I'm yeah. thinking part-time and, like, ET phone home the whole time. So I'm just like, what? I don't even know what I'm doing anymore, but fine. I mean, fuck it's you. idiotic yeah. to, yeah. like, correct someone. It's, like, so insane to it's me to so correct dumb. Yeah. But I'm just All the like, shit happening. Whatever. You know? Yeah. That's obviously like that dude's just, I mean, he's such a miserable scum fuck and he's got to live with that every day. I mean, he yeah. doesn't make it, it, it's hard, you know, it's still also, infuriating, but fuck him. <laughs> people who, people who correct other people in any way are so asinine, but it's also like in this age of autocorrect, yeah, maybe you know that it, you meant to write T H E Y W apostrophe R, but then sometimes you fire off the fucking tweet, not realizing that the autocorrected the other version. It's like we yeah. need to understand, like, why would it's a really weird, yeah, way self-importance thing that we've really like the the internet cultivates in a really shitty way. Yeah, and people just get to like fire off their little like correction thing. And you're like, ugh, so yeah. gross. Yeah. Well, <sighs> you know what? It's always good just to have somewhere to put the rage, though. So I would say it's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did get to take it on this random internet man, but I just was so mad because I was like trying to I ha- last week was really fucking hard and i was like being like okay like this week's gonna be good we're gonna wake up and like and it was just so stupid that this one thing would make me so mad but it really just yes. you know what i mean yeah Send but it you off know what like i think way. things like that are even though they're like you know like i think they're there to remind us what reality we're living in like all the people that we're talking to right now in this podcast with each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knew it to be fucking, P- you know, PSD. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Was, so I know what reality I really live in with you guys. Whatever the other <laughs> exactly. agreed-upon realities are happening, they're like, okay, well, when I interact <laughs> with you guys, I'll fucking act accordingly, you know? Yeah, like, maybe I'll visit there sometime, but you're not really advertising it very well. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, fuck him. Whatever. Yeah. And my friend that told me's defense, she's in marketing and publicity, and she's like, yo, just so you know, like, so no one fucking acts like a dick to you. It ch- It's PDT now. And I was like, okay. Wait. So it didn't make me mad yeah, that she wait. told me, but I was like, huh? It changes. Apparently, I looked it up in mid-March. It changes to PDT. Since and then, when? I don't know. Yeah, since when? Yeah, since when? I, 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 I since don't the know. apocalypse started, that's what. That's <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's how bored people are. We had to invent a new middle initial of the acronym. <laughs> um, actually, what is it? Daylight? Pacific Daylight Time? Is that what it becomes? The D stands I, for? Uh, yes. What's that yeah, D? it's, it's, it's daylight. D yeah, yeah, yeah. The D stands for. Oh, okay. So if you well, live in a state that doesn't sense. have daylight savings, you don't get the D? Yeah, there's no, it's only, it's only states with daylight savings. Wow. Yeah. Like to give that guy the D. Teach him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve the D. No, he doesn't deserve the D. <laughs> um, let's do some who would when we're wise that we yes. got yes. Sitting, on, sitting on deck. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? What would you take with you to Mars? Oh, all my crap arts and crafts. Mm, all <laughs> I said all my crap. <laughs> <laughs> crafting, crafting on Mars actually does sound really relaxing. Like looking at Earth and just like making a, making a, a, a knit scarf of some kind. Honestly, I'm just trying to be a grandma anywhere I go or live. Like grandmas have the most fun. I'm just trying to be a baby mm-hmm. grandma all day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Oh, Grandma Beebs. Yeah. What would your grandma what would your grandma name be? Like would you be like BB or like Grandma Mumum? No, Any just, idea? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I never thought about it. I think that is no. what Beebs is though. It's like my grandma name, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's it's I mean that's one. pretty good already. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's pretty solid. So if, if everyone yeah. just treats you love your grandma. If you don't, you're an asshole, and then I'm like, okay, you're just an asshole, it's fine. Yeah. But you get to spoil people, do whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. do arts and crafts all day. It's tight. Yeah. Do I fun. do appreciate the, uh, yeah, the quarantine, like, kind of lifting me into grandma activity, activities a little mm-hmm. before I was prepared, but I'm, but I'm enjoying them. Yeah, it's great. You know? Why wait till you're old? Like, I'm trying to live life yeah. like that now. Like, I don't know how long <laughs> I get to live. What are you talking about? Grandmas have the most fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you've been making a lot of, like, really cool, like, coveralls and, like, overalls and stuff. It's been fun. Very, re- they look really relaxing. Yeah, it's fun. It's been cool. Like I've been making my best artwork. I'm like, oh, I'm uninterrupted. I'm just doing my thing, living in my grandma's zone. That's how I live anyway. Mm-hmm. Even on tour, like everyone else goes out, goes out and parties, and I just stay in the bus and crochet beanies. <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> they all are like, all right, bye, grandma. I was like, all right, bye. I'll see you on the other side and make an extra four hundred dollars tomorrow night. But bye, <laughs> <laughs> baby grandma. Hey, but they've made memories that will never not last. A exactly, <laughs> that's the thing. Will yeah. not remember any of it. But they'll you know what? But fun. that's the nice thing about memories you don't remember. You don't have to carry them around with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
<laughs> what would you guys take to Mars? What do you got? Um, is there gra- like are things that think float there or not? Gravity is much less. I think it's a quarter of what our gravity okay. is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's well, let's just assume for the sake of the question, everything that we need to survive is already there. So this is just like fun stuff to bring with you, right? Oh. Yeah, so like you've already got food and like all that stuff is like handled. So it's like, what what would you reckon? Your I Mars mean, activities? I have to say, my first thought was a keytar. Yes. <laughs> wow, practical. Not that, very practical. practical. Not that I know how to play it or even do anything with it, but that was immediately my first thought. So yeah. I'd love to see you bouncing around on the surface of Mars, just jumping twenty feet in the air with a keytar. Hopefully That's not. why. Be, oh, like, man. you could jump everywhere. Dude, you would be so fuck, Barbara. You would use that keytar for like 10 minutes. Wait, <laughs> you said we, have the, we said we have the essentials already down, so we're just bringing fun stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, but how long do you really think you would? <laughs> well, if it was the only thing I had, I'd have to learn. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if your phone doesn't work on Mars, I guess you finally learn an instrument. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And what better instrument to learn than God's own voice box, the guitar? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Man, shout out to accordion players. Can I just say that? Because, like, that's mm-hmm. just like, it's such a commitment. <laughs> Like when you see one somebody playing one, it's it just looks really fucking impressive. And I'm yeah. like to have like come up as an accordion player, there's just like there's a lot of stigma, there's a lot of stuff you're dealing with. That instrument is just fucking crazy. I'm always really impressed yeah. by them. I had a miniature accordion in junior high and mm-hmm. I was suspended in eighth grade for playing happy birthday to someone on my accordion. <laughs> oh, <no>. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it in the middle of a test? Why did you get suspended? No. Well, they always suspended me in eighth grade. I got suspended like every other day because I was like, that was like the peak of my class clownness. So every day it was like a new shenanigan. And it was like, it was a sitcom where I would just get sent to the principal's office, do a new shenanigan, sent to the principal's office. But uh, this was a shenanigan. Yeah, where I just, I learned happy birthday on the mini. I got it at like Spencer's or something. It was like a mini accordion. Uh, and it was my friend's birthday and so I came up to her first thing in the morning and serenaded her with happy birthday and then I got fucking suspended for disrupting the piece man bad boy accordion player Tess Barker (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've got my grandfather's old one somewhere he knew how to play like I mean 20 instruments or something and like we've got his like his old vintage accordion like in storage it's beautiful oh that's awesome yeah good Man, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to ever try to play it out of yeah. respect for how bad it would sound. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first instrument you learned, Biebs? Me? Yeah. Um, piano, I think, was the first one. Yeah. It was either piano or violin. They were pretty close. I, I started them around the same time. Nice. That's all. That's super cool. Was there, like, a song that you were like, I want to start playing an instrument because I want to know how to play this? No, I wrote a lot. Just, like, I, I was uh, I was a little Bible beater. My I was like brainwashed oh. into like religion, so I was like just writing songs about Jesus all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they were dope ass songs. They could easily have been like love songs. You know? I mean, yeah. yeah, like it's you only have to. I was just watching Sister Act. You only have to change a few words, you know. Yeah, it's just like exactly. it's the same shit. <laughs> just a baby mm-hmm. from Jesus to baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or to Jesus, maybe, you know. Yeah, 
So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what's our... Funny. Oh, the next question. Oh, yeah. When when are you done? When am I done? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's correct. Is that correct? Is the, correct is the answer, answer A yeah, when there's, I'm tired? No, right. There's you no right, right and wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> I think tired. I'm done. The one, I, I think like we were kind of talking about this because it, it's an interesting time to like be, not to deal with a lot of the social anxiety we usually deal with, you know? Yes. But, it's so great. Yeah. It, it's great. And I, and I have realized that before this and like when I'm done, I'm done. Like if I'm at a if I'm at a party or in a conversation with somebody, like, and I reach my point, I'm I'm out. I will not be graceful yeah. about it. I will just bum I'm the out. same, and that gives me great <laughs> social anxiety. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, that, I learned, like, to wear, you know, I've been doing color therapy with these sunglasses, and usually that's, you know, I just roll around wearing these colored heart sunglasses because, A, when I walk in, people know what vibe I'm bringing, so I don't even have to really talk to people. If they're being shitty, they're not coming up to me to be shitty. They're like, that's the last person I can go be shitty to. Right. Mm-hmm. And, B, like, you know, it's, it's I, I'm like the little kid in Big Daddy where you put sunglasses on him and he's like, oh, they can't see me. And you, you know, just like, <laughs> talk to people. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's tough. It's tough. We, it's, we're not yeah. meant to interact with this many people, so I think it's a, it's a hard well, yeah. I, don't know. I, I will yeah. say I think it's a good thing. It's such a relief when I realize that no one cares if you say goodbye. Oh yeah, yeah. That's been a huge thing. Which yeah, is like, you guys for just hanging everything. up. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> People are always like, matter. "You say goodbye," and then you just hung up, and then I'm like, "Well, I wasn't didn't need to wait to say for you to hear to for me to hear you say it. I just said, all right, later. I know what we we're saying. And then yeah. I just hung up." Were you going to say something like some huge revelation? Or- <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened earlier? You can call me back if there's something else. <laughs> yeah. I think goodbye and done are like very liberating moments also to be like, okay, well now we're finished and I'm fin- I'm. It's just nice to close a chapter. But it's been like, <laughs> I guess portrayed that that's socially incorrect and that you need to be polite and listen to everyone's shit. And it's like, nope, I sure don't. No, I sure yeah. don't. <laughs> yep. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the number of people at, like, parties in L.A. that probably think I have IBS because I just say, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll see you later. I go to the bathroom. I just I leave so many conversations in one place. I'm just like, I got to go. That's been an interesting part about all this because, like, with comedy, you are kind of just, like, forced to talk with a lot of people who you don't necessarily like or whatever. Or not even not like, but you just don't know at all, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, this has just been, like, oh, I'm really only choosing to talk to who I want to talk to most yeah. of the time. That's how I want to so, live yeah. my life every day anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, unfortunately, it kind of is involved with what we do. So, like, I am not, like, yeah. we'll survive it. But, I mean, yeah, I'm not looking forward to having those conversations again where it's kind of, like, you know what? bullshitting through okay. it. I'm not looking forward to the bullshit ones, but I do like the, like, random people that you see that, like, you don't, you wouldn't really think to reach out to, but then who you like. You... No, I don't yeah. mean that. I don't mean that. I mean the people who are, like, exhausting to talk to and you're just like, oh I've got God. nothing. I'm just, oh I'm more comfortable just people messaging me online, you know, and just yeah. responding to that, honestly, that more than, um, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I don't, I love performing and if, but I think if we can figure this out online, especially as women, like we got a lot extra shit to deal with on the road and like, 
yeah. you know, a lot of things to navigate. And so I'm like, if I could just stream from my house and play to 5,000 people globally, that's great. And then like, if you were doing whatever creepy shit you were doing, like that's on, that's, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> you don't it. You need to know about it. I don't know about yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Keep it in your shit, yeah. you know, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, and it's a silver exactly. lining, I guess, of the, of this is, like, if you perform, if I perform, and then I'm just in my home. I don't have to, like, do anything afterwards or, well, that's, you know. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, okay, it's like a lot of us are forced into a lot of uncomfortable situations right now. And, you know, but when were we not? And at least we get to do it from the comfort of our own homes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah sick. for sure. Yeah, I can just cl- close the laptop yeah. <laughs> if, I'm like, if nope. I like, don't want to be in part of something anymore, for sure. Yeah, sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, um, where do you feel most yourself? At my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess well, we that's good. This. That's definitely good. At what, at whatever, like whatever my, whatever my space is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's always, you know, I've, I've had situations in the past where it's like your home, like doesn't feel like your home and it's just the, that's the worst when you're like the place that you are coming back to is not well, this, what you want it to be. I think for, for me, for the first time, this is like, I have a studio like right outside my bedroom, you know, that we mm-hmm. built and these gardens and like, you know. Um, I built exactly everything I wanted that I needed to have for me and my friends to thrive at any moment, you know, to have have an art studio and a tie-dye studio and like all this, like just a creative compound. And I'm just like, I'm just supposed to be here and exist for when people are feeling it and like just record that, you know? (laughs) And uh, so it's just like kind of freeing, you know, it's nice. Tie-dye is really having a moment. (laughs) It is. Yeah. (laughs) We are tie-dyeing. Everyone is tie dyeing. It's pretty cool. I know, and those like bleach tie dye sweatsuits are very popular. Yeah, and like I'd be lying if I wasn't a little tempted. Uh, no, they're cute. Yeah. Tie dyeing's fun. Had, Plus, when I you do it, it's like Christmas every morning because they're all different and you don't know 100% how it's going to turn out. So by the time when you get to open it, it's just like, oh, Christmas morning is such an exciting feeling. So I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. That should be, that would be a really soothing Instagram account to watch. Dude, oh, just yeah. follow like, this oh. guy, Jeremy Strebel. He yeah. has a company called Jammin' on Tie-Dye. That's where I learned from. And he does like tie-dye reveal days. And it's so exciting to watch. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> so fun, dude. It's so inspiring. I love it. Yes. Oh, I'm definitely going to follow that. That sounds really soothing to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm definitely into that. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of work making my place like more, yeah, comfortable mm-hmm. and like I want to be here. Yeah, more me. And mm-hmm. I think something I dealt with be- in the past was that like I have a decent amount of space, especially like in my room, and I would just fill it with so much shit, you know, because it's like that's what I do. It's like, this represents yeah. me or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I just learned to like, put, I was just like, put all of the shit somewhere else. Like, cause it just gives me anxiety. Cause I would wake up and like, say, look at like a bookshelf of like books I haven't read. And then I would just feel bad about myself right. for not having read those books, mm-hmm. you know? So I just started moving that stuff. And it's like, I don't have to get rid of it, but it doesn't have to like look me in the face every fucking day and like judge me for not doing being a version of of myself that I'm like not being or something you you became a minimalist a while ago (laughs) I have been on the minimalist train obviously I mean this is just here for you know (laughs) these are just me these items are just me Babs is holding up yarn a disposable (laughs) underwater camera an unidentified box 
<laughs> Obviously, a, my just bow tie. Sequin yeah. bow tie. Just all within arm's distance. Perfect. <laughs> this is a, a Christmas gift I was supposed to send to, uh, like a year and a half ago. So Perfect. we'll see. Dude, I'm great at there. shipping and receiving now, too. Holy shit. Are you? I used to suck <laughs> at it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I have time to do shit. I made a little... That is a good skill. You know, like, I made little organizing boxes. Like, shit, I started making my bed every day. Like, shit, I've never done. That stuff feels good. You know, and I'm like, I just want to treat myself to, like, not being... (sighs) Like, because I'm running in and out, in and out. My car's always packed full of shit, you know? That's because I'm, like, never having time. I'm like... I'm, like, telling myself that I have all this time to, like, make life easier and better for myself. I will say my car is still packed full of shit. I have not... (laughs) Well, (laughs) the car doesn't count. We haven't used those in months. Like, the car doesn't count. The car car is... That's your storage unit right now. It's not a necessity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to maintain some normalcy, okay? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. You can look at the car and my be like, that's what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> my little trash cave, you know. <laughs> that's what I call um, my car. Aww. Aww. <laughs> it's beautiful. So we're going to go out on a song, right? Yeah. Um, do you want to play one now or do you want to uh, throw yeah, it I'll a, play throw one. a recorded one? Okay, cool. Hell awesome. yeah. So I released a new single. Uh like a, a a new video for a single like a few weeks ago for the song I have called Wake Up. It's under Beebs and it features one of my best friends and one of my favorite rappers, this dude, uh, Nico is, so. Yeah, 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 hey, it's a new day, wake up, we love it. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. Wake up, we love, we love day. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. So I'm thinking lately that I should play cool, 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 cool. I've done as many exceptions to the rules. Watch, 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 watch,
crazy is HD on every visual. Just a weather, just a man, they fucking need you. Whoa, 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 selling dreams, I ain't never bought them. I only see solutions, I don't see no problems. They cut the tree down, they afraid to guard it. A party, they earn the urban problem. They get the curse knowledge, but you make every modified. You know the root of the tree can be compromised. He who writes a song will let it write itself. If not, it sound like everybody else. Hey, 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 yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. Wake up, be loved, and be loved, hey. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. Wake up, be loved, and be loved, hey. Yeah, 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 hey, it's an old day. God, I love that song. It gets that stuck in my amazing. head sometimes. Thank so you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So good. All right, guys. We'll be right back with Lady Problems. Hey, everybody. We're back. I'm, I'm Babs. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm Lady to Lady. We're Babs. <laughs> I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. <laughs> And we're here with Babes, who you just heard a lovely song from. Hola. And we're going to hear one from her at the end of the show, too. So that's cool. Heck yeah. All uh, right. But now it's time for Lady Problems. If you have Lady Problems, send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Ladies, long-time listener, I love what you guys do. I have a lady-to-gay problem. About a year and a half ago, I got into my very first relationship. At 27, this was the biggest deal for me. What started as cute flirting turned into a full-blown boyfriend situation in about three weeks. Even though things moved really fast, I was having the best time ever, and he seemed just as obsessed with me. After About four months after our very quick I love you exchanges, which was Oh, this is 4.5 months after we started dating. He fell into a deep depression and broke up with me two weeks later. His reasons seemed legit. He needed to work on himself. He couldn't commit to anything. It wasn't me. It was him, etc. Literally a week later, he had a new boyfriend and posted a pic with him on Instagram calling him a silver lining to a shitty month. Oh, boy. (laughs) I semi-freaked out and called him out on it. It took him a few days to respond, and he, out of nowhere, told me that he tried to commit suicide, and this guy apparently saved him. And that made him feel... Yeah, and that made him feel better than anyone ever had. He then blocked me on everything after several attempts through the next six months. OMG, OMG, judge me. I was so in love. I gave up trying. I couldn't stop blaming myself because I felt like I, for some reason, might have been the reason that he would try to take his own life. Fast forward to January of this year, about a year after we broke up. He finally messaged me back because I made a new Instagram that wasn't blocked. When I drunkenly told him I missed him and I was still here for him, I was fully expecting him to ignore me. We began talking again. We've also hung out twice since. It's been difficult because of COVID, obviously. Even though my friends warned me about it, I feel like I've fallen back into bad habits. I freak out when he ignores a Snapchat or 
a message and always think it's because he doesn't want to want me again and he's annoyed by me. Sometimes he'll engage in conversation and it's always really good. Sometimes he won't. No matter how many times I delete Snapchat or silent mes- silence messages, I'm always locking, logging back on to check. Sometimes it feels genuinely like we are feeling things for each other, but then it feels like he just shuts me out. It should be mentioned that he's dated three people since me. I've dated none. And the rebound guy who, quote, saved his life turned out to be a legitimate creep and now has a restraining order against him. Wow. Should I continue trying to reach out or should I just move on? I've tried everything, but I just feel so stuck on him. I feel like I still love him even though he's so shitty to me and I just don't know what to do. Any advice helps, ladies. Love you so much. Uh, Yeah. You need to, like, detox from this guy. Also, detox yeah. from social media. I think social media yeah. is very unhealthy and can become yes. very unhealthy, especially in relationships. Like, back in the day when you broke up with someone, you did not know all the other shit they were doing all the time. Yeah. You didn't have access yes. to that information unless you were stalking mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of what we do on the internet. Not that you're meaning to, but that um, that's kind of that's just kind of the society we live in. So you just need to be conscious, like uh, mindful of that and just know mm-hmm. that uh, it's not really our business what other people are doing in their off time. Even if they're posting it, we can choose not to look at it. And you have that power to not live in that, you know? But mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like he's he's creating these extra accounts that aren't blocked. Like, he's going through... I, I almost feel like it needs to be, like, a cold turkey, yeah. no Instagram, no Snapchat. To- yeah. yeah. I think so. I think yeah. he's got to embrace his inner grandma for, like, at least two weeks. Yes. And yes. Shut it yes. all down. Yes. yes. Shut, and yes. I know at 27, I'm sure it's hard. You know, we are, like... you knew a time before all the shit and at 27 i think like your life has completely been you know influenced yeah. by it but like mm-hmm. you're gonna survive back in my get day. rid of it for two weeks mm-hmm. you're gonna feel great probably yeah but like you're gonna be fine just like fucking put it all away and like concentrate on other shit that you know makes you feel good for a, f- a few weeks and if it's really hard to do yourself honestly mm-hmm. it's been hard for me several times i didn't realize how addicted i was becoming to checking instagram and facebook and shit and it took me getting mm-hmm. away to the woods where i had no reception and i stayed there for a week and even the yes. first two days i knew i had no reception i was conscious of that but i was still grabbing my phone first thing in the morning even though mm-hmm. i knew it, yeah. it took me yes. a few days to break that habit and so don't feel bad or you know you just have to try to to detox because it is a real yeah. addiction too. <laughs> I I think if you have the means to do that, to literally go out into the middle of nowhere where you don't have access to internet for a couple of days, that would be like insanely Or just letting your phone die and hard, hiding your charger from yourself or giving your charger to a friend you trust or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and I think this person is also, they're really tying up a lot of their own self-worth with what this person thinks of them. And I think it's really important oh. to be like, you, like you, you say, you're like, I, I'm afraid that he doesn't want me or he's annoyed by me and all of these things. And it's like, you're giving him so much power over who you are and how you feel about yourself. Yes. And I think part of also taking that break is also taking a minute to be like, what do I like about myself when I am just alone by myself? What are the things that I value most of myself and how can I work on those and really feed those parts of myself too? Yeah. And it's like, you can't see him right mm-hmm. now anyway. So use that to your benefit and like yeah. take, take up that's some true. kind of a project that's going to make you feel accomplished like mm-hmm. check something off your to-do that's going to make you feel the opposite of this. It's going to make you feel constructive and accomplished and that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. you say, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, unfortunately, I don't want to say all of us have to experience this, but all of us kind of experience something like this in our life, like a relationship yeah. like this where we just, we can't see the 
the you know light at the end of the tunnel it feels like this mm-hmm. is how it's always going to be and like i'm never going to get over them and it's not yeah. true this unfortunately you know mm-hmm. is really something shitty but like you are going to get over it and i think you just need to like listen to this sentence where you said like i feel like i still love him even though he's so shitty to me like you just i yeah. mean listen to what you just said like you you shouldn't be treated like that fuck this guy like i know he went through something really difficult and that's hard and makes maybe makes you want like you know, have that craving to save him or whatever it is, but he makes you feel mm-hmm. like shit. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. He's the lucky charms marshmallows. And you know what? It's not going to feed you. It's not going <laughs> to <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, your first relationship, I think is always like, it, it is such a hard come down from that too. So like give yourself the patience, but also just like, yeah, you, you can do better than this. And also you know? remind yourself that now you know you ha- how much capacity you have to love another person. Know that that exists mm-hmm. in you and how great that's going to feel when that's with someone that reciprocates that same amount of love. Also, you mm-hmm. have to start loving yourself as much as you can because otherwise you're expecting the whole world to love you as much as it can plus the amount you're lacking for yourself, which is impossible, you know? So you got to... Mm-hmm. You got to command it into your life because you know you're fucking worth it you know yeah i mean i think that's where that detoxing and doing like projects all that comes from because Mm -hmm. it's just like it's not any outward judgment it's not you getting a you know dopamine from likes or from anything like that it's just like completely separate and it's your thing has nothing to do with like getting the approval of everyone else it's like i love Mm -hmm. hanging out with myself so much that like it's gonna take a really rad person to penetrate the my own bubble yes absolutely (laughs) yeah that's really what you're building up to you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, if you have to improve upon an already amazing situation, if you want access to this, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And also just like, you know, all those like social media dopamine hits and stuff like that. It's all, f- none of it's real. Like it, it, we we all know that and we all get caught up in it too. But it's like, if you can do things materially outside of yourself, that shit feels so much better. You know, like, you know, if there's like, you know, obviously with everything happening right now, there's all sorts of things that you can like be no- donating time to, you know, you can be helping if you got a sewing machine handy. Hey, can you make some masks? Can you like make some hand sanitizer for like the houseless people in your area? Like there's there's things that you can do and like that are very selfless, but that you can also like take pride in things that you've gotten outside of your own head for. And to posting things that you're making. Mm-hmm. When you are going on social media, inspires other mm-hmm. people, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, cool, you made that. And then inspires them to try to yeah. make stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if you're going to be on social media, at least contribute your efforts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To continuing to educate, help, you know, inspire and, yeah. like, you know, share positive things with, with people. Exactly. And well, I think yeah. one account limit. Yeah. Yeah. One account limit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No more. Absolutely. No Finstas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. And I will say the best revenge is having an amazing life without that person that they will never be a part of. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing better than being like, look how much fun I'm having and you'll never be a part of it. But he's, he's not even at the revenge state yet. Well, I know, he's, he's still at the addiction phase. So that's yeah, why I'm course. like, right now I think go to the woods. Yeah, I think take the break for right now. But just I'm yeah. just saying at the end of this tunnel someday when you look back, it's going to feel great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got this. And then it's they're going to want to come to you and you're like, mm, actually, 
you got to be this rad to penetrate the bubble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Must be this ride. This <laughs> must this be rad this to ride this, this ride. You ride this ride. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> Um, thank you for sending in your lady problems to us. If you want to send us any more, send them to ladiesladycomedy at gmail.com. And uh, we appreciate you writing in. And we're going to go out on another one of your songs, Beebs. Tell us what the song is and also let everybody know where they can catch you online and everything. Um, this song is a song I wrote with my friend Kaleo from the band Pepper. It's called Life is Too Short. And I actually wrote it when I was going through a really dark time. And it was like, like, I was in the middle of it while I was at the studio. It was horrible. I was crying before the studio session and everything, but I wrote it in three minutes before the studio session, and it was, like, totally didn't come from me and was a message for me, and I think for all of us to just stop, breathe, you know, remember that it's just temporary and life's too short to make it, you know, worry about it all lasting forever anyway, you know? Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Where can people find you online, Beebs? Um, You can find my music, my full band, Beebs and Her Moneymakers. You can search that on all, you know, music platforms. And then all my new stuff is under Beebs. Um, it's like boobs, but with ease. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you can find me on the socials, uh, Instagram at Beebs Money, Facebook Beebs, BeebsMusic.com. Ugh. Okay, that's it. I can't all I can do. Perfect. I can't do it. All right, guys, here's uh, Biebs' new song, and uh, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.